Hello, brothers and sisters. It is uh, Joe Zank coming to you, Cup of Joe podcast on Monday, June 22nd. A belated uh, happy Father's Day to any of you uh, listening who are and may be fathers. And uh, hope you had a good day yesterday. I know that I did. It was at least here in the School Hill area. We had wonderful weather and was able to sit outside with the family most of the day. So hoping that was a, a good one for you as well. So I'm uh, outside again, so you're going to hear not only the sounds of nature, uh, you're going to hear a TV in the background. My beloved wife and uh, Aileen are watching The Good Place upstairs, and of course, because the weather's so warm, the, the door, sliding door is wide open, so you're going to hear bits and pieces of that, but how apropos in this podcast where we explore the gospel So uh, let's take a look. Um, When we left on Friday, we were celebrating the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So we went away, stepped away for that day um, from the um, Sermon on the Mount, which is, again, Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. Uh, We also, had we had a podcast on Saturday, would have stepped away because that was the Immaculate Heart of Mary. But now we are back to it. And so we miss the end with those two Gospels of chapter 6. Really good readings, by the way, that we missed. So if you are uh, wanting to check out the end of chapter 6, it's uh, that wonderful idea of we don't have to be anxious. Seek first the kingdom of God. You know, don't worry about what you're wearing or what to eat or whatever tomorrow. Seek first the kingdom of God. And all these other things will be given besides. I mean, so such good. Oh, just good readings. Today, though, we are going to uh, listen to Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 5. So we begin the last chapter in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 7, 1 to 5. So let's hear the Word of God. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stop judging, that you may not be judged. For as you judge, so will you be judged. And the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me remove that splinter from your eye while the wooden beam is in your eye? You hypocrite. Remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Again, good stuff, which we would expect no less, my friends, from from the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Two different points, I think, that Jesus is making here. At least that I'll, I'll say maybe he's making far more. Maybe it's the same point in just different variations. But let's talk about the first one. Uh, I remember being in um, Laramie, Wyoming. Renee and I lived out west for 10 years. And she worked in the counseling office out there at the high school. And I remember on the desk of one of her counselors, at least it's the first time I recall seeing this quote, but it said, um, we do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. We do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are, meaning we see the world through our lens. 
And whatever it is that helped create that lens for us, maybe things in our childhood, maybe things we needed for survival, maybe things we needed uh, in the midst of, of our teen years or, or whatever it is, but that created a lens through which we view the world. And we, in that seeing the world and seeing that lens, through that lens, we um, project unto others the very things, the very thoughts, the very uh, lens that we have and assume they must be seeing the world through that same lens and that same um, point of view. And of course, that's, that's rarely the case. Um, and I think that's where Jesus is coming from here. Stop judging that you may not be judged. I don't think he's saying, okay, stop judging and I'll stop judging you. I think what he's saying is, listen, if the lens through which you view the world is one of judgment, judgment naturally, we're going to project that back that other people are judging us too. And so... To the extent that I judge others, I'm really heaping that on myself and assuming people are viewing me in a similar manner. And, and I'm so, in, in a sense, I'm, I'm shooting myself with the very bullets with which I, I am looking out into the world. Um, and, and so what Jesus is saying is, listen, when we are viewing others, when we engage the world, what is it we engage with? Do we engage with uh, judgment and cynicism and, um, uh, I don't know, pretentiousness and uh, arrogance and our own ego and the desire, the understanding that we, um, our, our self-righteousness, that we, that we know the answer or we are better? Um, because if we're, to the extent that we're engaging the world and others in our world, our, our spouses, our children, our work, uh, our co-workers, our, our, uh, you know, our schoolmates, uh, whatever it is, we are going to presume they are looking at us with the same eye and that will be, in a sense, an assault on us. Stop judging that you may not be judged uh, for as you judge, so will you be judged. Again, I don't think Jesus is saying, I'm, I'm going I'm to judge you. I'm going to measure that same measurement out against you. Because then, one, we're saying God is reactive, and I don't think that's true. But two, I think we're saying that, um, uh, that, that if I'm assuming other people are going to be, if, that they are paltry and that they are small, I think it's natural that... Uh, I'm assuming they are going to look and judge me for my smallness. Um, we do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And I remember <laughs> when I lived out in Wyoming, before I married Renee, we had uh, three roommates. And one of them always used to yell at me because I didn't lock the door at night. Purposely, I just assumed, you know, nobody's going to come in. Um, I don't lock it during the day. I never did. And, uh, and we didn't lock it at night. Um, now, again, I don't think that's wise. I don't think you should do that. 
But I also knew that was kind of what I was saying is I'm not interested in going into anyone else's house. I'm assuming they're not interested in coming into mine. Now, that's that's probably a very false naivety that's lock your doors at night, people. I think that's wise. Um, don't do that. But But it's that same image. If I'm afraid and uh, I, I'm going to project that fear into others and and assume they will be encountering me with that same thing. And so I think what this is, is it's an invitation into um, self-awareness, uh, into introspection as to how do I view the world and others in it and really how do I view myself? Because that's what I'm going to project out there. Which I think then leads into the second point that Jesus is, is saying here. Again, probably opposite sides of the same coin. But where he says, um, Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? Uh, first, remove the splinter from my own eye. Or excuse me. Uh, rather, excuse me, <laughs> how can you say to your brother, let me remove that splinter from your own eye while you have the wooden beam in yours? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam first, and then you can see clearly and, and remove, help remove the splinter from theirs. That I think really what this calls us to do is introspection first and foremost. There is an encounter with the world. We are called uh, to, to carry the gospel into the world and and hold up uh, the truth when we see it. But first and foremost, before we're able to hold up the truth to anybody else, we've got to hold it up to ourselves. And so I think two points here. One is um, we have to be fearless in looking in at ourselves. And that, brothers and sisters, I think is a great deal of prayer. That, that's what prayer is, is looking in and saying, who am I? Let's look at the day that just passed today or the day yesterday. How did I encounter it? Where did I encounter God? Where did I get defensive? Where did I get angry? Where did I get judgmental? Where was I small? And what's going on within me when those things happen? And and is that serving me well anymore? It might have served me well at one time in my life, but is that serving me well now? And and what actions can I take uh, to set that aside? I think that's part of the introspection, part of of what we need to do to fearlessly look at ourselves and introspect and become self-aware with who we are and how we are. But I think the other is we need a best friend to be able to call us on the mat, whether that's our spouse, whether that is um, someone that close to us. Well, you know, maybe it's a parent or a child. I, I don't know who that would be for you. But we need somebody to be able to look at us and say, why are you doing this? Look at who you are uh, right now. Look at how you're acting right now. Um, and in order for us to say, yeah, that's not who I want to be. So again, I think how we view the world um, is how we're going to assume the world views us. We do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And then we project that not only onto them, but back to us. And, uh, and I think what Jesus is inviting us to is incredible honesty um, with how we encounter the world, what we bring in. And usually those mean our insecurities um, because we'll act out of those. 
and and how we view ourselves and <clears throat> what's going on within us. So, so those are the, the things I'd invite us today um, through the gospel to look at. Who is that person who can call us to the mat? What tactics, what practices do we have to look inside fearlessly uh, to say, where are my actions coming from and what's going on? Um, and, uh, and how do I view the world? How do I view others? Knowing that that's being projected back onto me by myself. And does it paint me in a corner? Does it uh, put me in a cell uh, of which is my own making? And there is no lock, but I keep myself there. Okay, I think I've babbled long enough. Um, let's pray. And uh, we will begin the Luminous Mysteries today. So if there's someone or something for which you would like to pray, I invite you to call it to mind at this time. And so, my friends, let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The first luminous mystery, the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. <clears throat> Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, God bless you. May your day be filled with every good joy, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow. God bless.